this album, uh, like when I when I first heard it, and well, the more I hear it, I feel like the only like appropriate question to ask you after listening to it is, "Are you okay? Like, is something wrong? <laughs> it, <laughs> like, like it's like gut wrenching. It, it's both beautiful. It's very beautiful, but it's like parts that hurt a little bit. You know just, what I mean? Yeah, it's man. I was like, because for Cherry Bomb, my I purposely was like, I don't want to get personal at all. Like, I'm going to just make songs. Yeah. It's just all just, this is a song. And in this one, I was like, all right, let me write down every feeling. Oh, you started with emotion. Just, just, a lot of them was just asking questions. A lot of the songs just have questions, and it's just like, how am I feeling today? Mm -hmm. Fuck, what if I go poor again? What if it doesn't work? And then that's how a lot of the songs just happen, just me kind of just asking these, answering these questions, like. So, but it's speaking to, like, a a move you were in, like. Like you recorded this one. When did you? Um, like, mostly 2006. Like I started to end of 2015. A lot of spring, summer 2016, and then a lot of fall. What were you listening to? Like what um, were you, like watching and listening pop to? music. I love. I was like listening to like pop who? structure. Uh, kind of just what like Max Martin was doing, mm-hmm. and really getting into what what Pharrell and uh, Justin was doing. Yeah, and um, just noticing. Just hooked. I, I uh, hanging out with Travis Taco. Yeah. Uh, I went to a club with him and just seeing what people, how people reacted. To you never go to things. clubs. I hate them. You never but go to clubs. When I go, I would just study. Oh, that that bass drop, or oh, that girl loves that part, and just like, okay, I want to have a song that has that feeling. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was like, okay, I want to see, challenge myself, and try to make a few songs that's not like. Rapidy, rapidy, or super distorted. I was like, last night I went to me and Lionel went to like a house party, mm-hmm. and they they all the songs they were playing, "Senorita" by Justin, "Tell Me" by Total, "Frontin'" by P, like all these house party songs. And "See You Again" came on, and it's full of black people yeah. that for sure go to clubs. Yeah, and they were in there like singing the lyrics, and I was like, oh shit. I've always wanted that. To just have black people I, I did dance. It. Yeah, yeah. To your, I yeah, was yeah. so hyped. And I was we were playing Jenga and I was being cool about it, but inside I was like, oh shit. You're going crazy. I finally have something that they could do that to. It's funny because I, I guess I wouldn't have uh like thought about how much like pop is, you know, influenced in, in the album because it, because of like the subject matter. Like a lot mm-hmm. of it is so heavy. That's why I was just wondering, were you in like a place of just like well, it, you gotta feed. You put the some people, old people say you put the medicine in like the, uh, the, in the candy or the applesauce yeah. or whatever. So, like Mr. Lonely, I was like, oh, dude, I want to write the saddest song I could possibly write and see people go crazy and like dance to it. Yeah, and it's that. And at the shows, that show, that song is insane. And it's the saddest song I've ever wrote. Yeah, it, it really. And you dance. I mean, it's so hard. It's so hard, and like the greatest like bridge mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> ever. What was that? What was that? I don't know if we. I mean, I'm just gonna kind of jump into mm-hmm. various songs, but like, what what was like specifically that like? Tra- why that transition? Like, why did you think that was like needed a transit? Like, was it like a, for emotional? Like, were you trying to create two so, different moods? Nine One One and Mr. Lonely originally was a different song kind of together it was this mm-hmm. jazz take i had that was super triumphant and just sounded grand and a lot of those lyrics was uh was in that song and i just took them and just placed them on 911 and then 
took the verse and placed it on Mr. Lonely and added some stuff. And 911, the song, the version that came out is the 25th version. It had Wait, 20, the 25th? 25th version. You did 25 of versions of it? It was 24. The first version was over uh, an interlude song that Tony Tony Tone had. I looped it, sang yes. over that, liked the hook that I put there, made 30 beats for it. And mm -hmm. It's And the versions aren't just different type of lyrics. It's literally like different beats, different melodies, Completely all that. different vibe. Made that, took the beat from the fashion show I did, reworked that, took the lyrics from the original Mr. Lonely and like implemented it in that. And like, so the original Mr. Lonely, uh, it's like a five car garage, full tank of gas, some uh, coffee every day of the week and it go really fast, but it means nothing, nothing, nothing without you shotgun, Yeah. right? Yeah, and then yeah. that's in the last verse of uh, 911, five car garage, full tank of gas, yeah. but that don't mean nothing, nothing. So you nothing, kept that nothing. based well, off of that Exactly. Previous. So I took you it just, from this jazz song. I mean, yeah. It was like, nah, I want, I want them to groove to this shit. So I'll put it on that. I actually I always then, wondered why that nothing, like why that repeat. Well, like, yeah, it just, cause it was from, it was, it was from that the was other. the base of the other one. But when I put it there and dropped the beat, people, I was like, oh, people are gonna love saying this. And if you see that shows, I don't even say it. I just put the mic in the whole <laughs> yeah. fucking 10,000 people, nothing, nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, I figured it out. And you then figured I, out the that that feeling that you mm -hmm, like yeah. the feeling of just everybody really connecting with it. But mm -hmm. the wait specifically the bridge on that like what, what oh oh wait the uh, chirp chirp part yeah yeah well I, yeah I say but like what, like which is the most one of the most Dude, addicting things. I made that I remember I made that bridge and it was just the beat and I remember stopping like I made the bridge that I've always wanted to make Lonnie came by or Frank however people know him and he came by and I played it for him he was like yo let me go in there and just try something he just started making phone noises and it worked out so perfectly and he was like all right and we kept it was it longer no okay no that part I that was like was just... I'm gonna just give niggas eight bars of these chords just so they could want it yeah, yeah. want to replay it and that's left it at that that's okay so how did you balance out and this is kind of for the whole album your love of chords with you always talk about and you always say niggas don't want chords. They don't. And that's everything that you, that's all you're obsessed with. Uh, it's all it's I just love. everything is these specific I just want chords and melodies. Yeah. And was it like a was it like a battle for cuz the whole album has chords. Yeah, well, I for fucked the, up. Yeah. I didn't fuck up, but Cherry Bomb was hard to get into cuz it was a whole album of bridges and shit going everywhere. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, let me for this album specifically add all the chords I like, but do it in a way they could digest. So Mr. Lonely has some of the prettiest chords yeah. on the album. Yeah. But I kind of hit it behind the hard drums and the fast-paced rap. But if you really listen, it's really fucking pretty. Wow. And I was like, thank you. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm definitely gonna just try to hide it in those and stuff. And 911, even the uh, call me sometime. I was listening mm -hmm. to Gap Band. I was like, damn, these are simple chords and I love the melody. Let me try to implement it in this and make it as simple as possible, but it still gives me that feeling. So the part where I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna get crazy is right when Steve Lacey's part's over and it goes back to the hood and it's that dun, 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 yeah, dun yeah. it goes down. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna go on my Jill Scott shit. <laughs> and that's my favorite part of that song, just cause it just... It has all the chords that you love it. Exactly. Um, do you wanna... Oh. Yeah, we could cut it Okay. Down.
Uh, I can't even lie. Where, where, like, what, what's the... I just imagine a nigga in a wife beater <laughs> on Valentine's <laughs> Day, like, in the hood. And, like... Is he talking to his friends? Or I don't know in, who in he's the talking to, but it's a quick shot of that nigga. Like, man, I can't even lie. I've been lonely as fuck, nigga. Like, <laughs> just being honest with his homies or something. And I was just like, man, that'd be really funny it's... to chant. But it's the perfect setup for when that song, like, comes on. Yeah. And it sets you up for, like, what's about to happen. It's honest, but it's it's right here and they go crazy but it's, it's like so sad it's hilarious it, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's like the, there's a group of niggas chanting I and that's rocky lie. that's rocky yelling at oh that's rocky that's q i, I think know. that's wyatt that's lionel that's jasper uh, <laughs> all right uh forward is uh okay first of all that tempo is very weird it's like a really weird tempo that you find. Like, was that just kind of like a well? So challenge? that's a that's a loop from this band called Can, mm-hmm. and um, I've always been in a crop rock. It's like it, it was a sound that was like very European, Eastern Europe, and you have like Can, mm-hmm. uh, you have uh, the Silver Apples, uh, even even Soft Machine, which was this really prog jazz band, took like influence around that time, and it's kind of what Portishead listens to for mm-hmm. influence, and it's something I've always liked because it was just so weird and just these weird drum patterns and just oh these haunting bass lines and that's that's a song that they had and every time I would play it I would just rap over it and I was like you know fuck it I'm gonna loop it at these is it hard to rap over that no not actually it's it's actually just a one two three four but the pockets that they will use makes it sound like this weird push pullback thing and yes yeah, that's what sound, it feels like it like you're on something mm-hmm. you know what i mean it just kind of pulls yeah. like yeah yeah and it's like well because that pocket is such a like the pace of it is uh like when you when you're rapping over it, it's like you do it a little bit faster than i would expect mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's like a little bit more why why that song first why that mood first though like i just were you trying to set a I, I, I don't know. I just remember making it like this needs to be the first song. Just mm-hmm. go in, just so you could see where I'm at in my head. And yeah. I remember writing that verse fully, just like how I many, like really wondering, like how much shit can I buy till it gets boring? Like how many jumps can I do on a bike until I'm over it and I'm off to the next thing? And yeah. every answer that I kind of had almost, went to the next question. Like it is, almost sounded ever enough. It was so existential and contemplative, and it almost sounded suicidal. Especially like the like if I'm gone and don't come, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. So it's, dark. it's really it's like dark. Almost, but that's that was the end question. Like, damn, what if it's just what if I died? What yeah. happens? And yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it was, and it just to set the tone of like. That's where I'm at. Yeah, is it? And it's not depressed. Like, I'm not depressed at all. And a lot of people mix up uh, depression with self-awareness. Yeah. And, like, like someone's like, dude, this album depressed. I'm like, no, I never said I was depressed. I'm lonely, but I'm having the most fun of my goddamn life. Yeah. And But that song kind of sets, like, that tone. But if you're, okay, I mean, if you're not, if... If you're considering death, right, but it's not from a depressed, like, sad state, is it from a place of, like, all right, I got something to prove? Because it almost seems like you had, like, a thing to prove with this with this album. Like, just, I don't know, to yourself or, well, like... you always... A lot of people do stuff <clears throat> for the conversation of when they're dead. Mm-hmm. Like, hopefully when I die, people could say, oh, he, this, this, and this, good stuff. I, I leave a good discography behind, but... 
Yeah, I like to I, start from, with every project. I like to start from death and work backwards. Exactly. It's just like we're all gonna die someday. Yeah, and like, I just want to day one. I just, I just knew if this album wasn't good, I would be fucked. That's how I felt, and some people would disagree, but I'm like, man, I'm not, I'm nothing right now. You yeah. felt that way coming off Cherry Bomb? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. everyone hated it except for like real music level yeah. who cares about drums like i opened a rap album with a punk, a rock song yeah most niggas is like Ugh. and then buffalo comes you can barely hear what i'm saying then pilot come and it's this 80s music so they're out because they want rap then run comes doom, doom, they don't know and then find your wings come and it's like okay this is chill then cherry bomb just punches them so they're out and a lot of people didn't know how to take it so well like find your like, wings and stuff felt like uh and i don't even mean lyrically i mean like Sonically, it sounded more personal to you. Again, going back mm -hmm. to like your love of chords and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and you would on Cherry Bomb like it seemed like you would have and like distort it. Like mm -hmm. it was like you're always kind of running from it and like mm -hmm. covering it up. So that's saying it's your most personal album. Removed from the subject matter, it feels that way. Like yeah, sonically, I fully get that. Yeah, yeah. I never thought of that. It just feels like a real okay. So for the sadness of forward that goes into like almost the like. I'm gonna say like cockiness of where this flower blooms. It was like, do you feel like you were like accepting yourself? Like, well, like sometimes I'm just like, it's a lot of things that, and I don't want to take credit, but it's a lot of things that I was doing, and people were like, what is he doing? And then two years later, it's what everyone's doing, mm -hmm. whether it's the way videos are doing <laughs> or these stupid pop-up shop things or whatever. And I'm not <laughs> taking credit, but it's like. I was doing that and no one ever puts me on any of these lists or even respects me in the sense that I want it. So I was just, and that's why that line is like, ain't nobody fucking with T. Yeah. But that may just be my ego. But I, but don't be too cool because I may freeze and I'm stuck in this egotistical mind state and I never move forward. Yeah. And that's how niggas freeze to death. But, uh, but then you carry shit, that but, into but that the ice. But ice, yeah, yeah, shit yeah. weighs a ton. Yeah. My ice, cause it was cold. Water your garden, my nigga, and stunt. I got a flower chain made, like, with all these different things. And that's what I was talking about. But I was also like, you know what, fuck these niggas. Keep doing my shit uh, and tell these black kids they can do what they want. That's, one, like, of, that's one of my favorite uh, lyrics mm -hmm. is just tell these black kids they can be who they are. Dude, Like, right? it's one of my favorite. <clears throat> you had another, uh, uh, um, God, you had another lyric like that on Cherry Bomb that was just like, uh, the world is yours, little like my little nigga. Yeah. The world is yours. Like yeah. I love that. Uh, like it's a similar thing. Tell these black kids they can be who they are. Dude, were you saying that to you? You're saying that to like the people. Well, that I was saying that to. Influence? I was saying that to me too. But like it's a, it's a, it, it's no one saying that to these, to to kids that look like me or mm -hmm. to anyone that looks like me. We've had this conversation just wanting to snowboard when I was 12. But yeah. someone saying, oh, that's white people shit. Black people don't do that. Yeah. No, you don't do that. Don't put a damper on me and tell me what I can and can't be just because of the way everyone else was. That's my same color. And I just feel like you I are just like wanted the, to tell them, like, no, be you. Be, who you are you know? is such the alternative to what expectations are placed on, like, a young black guy growing up. Like, it's always, the, it's, you're influenced by kind of everything mm -hmm. like just kind of like all culture and so do you think you accepted that about yourself through your music on the first uh, oh I, I knew I knew who I was at 12 I think you rapped 
maybe 28% of the album. It's like so... I wanted to, my goal of this album was to shut the fuck up and let all the features be the leaders. Yeah. Yes, Rex, here, sing for two minutes before I come in with the eight bar on boredom, and then I'll have another eight bar, but I want to shut up and just let the string section be two minutes at the end. Boredom, I think, I, I thought of this this morning. I was like, boredom right now, it, to me, is like your Billie Jean. Really? <laughs> it really is kind of a, I, I, seeing people connect with that song. That song, influ- like, uh, I think I called you and said, I don't know if this song is creating an emotion for me or if it's like the soundtrack to something I already feel. Like, that's how powerful I think well, it is. It's I like a that, really. I wrote that literally, it was 5 p.m. on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Laying on my back, looking like so bored. It was nothing to do. No one was hitting me back. Jasper was in the other room, bored out of his mind, but I didn't see him all day. <laughs> my room was warm as hell because I like the heater on. And it was nothing to eat but dry cereal. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck am I going to do? It's And I literally wrote that verse in like 10 seconds because, again, it was these questions and these legit feelings of boredom that I was having. And it was... It was weird to me because it's like I'm in a tax bracket where I could kind of go you can do anything. do whatever. I have all these cars there. I could go drive. Yeah, I have, I have nowhere to go, and I'm just bored. And it was it was just confusing to me because it's like you didn't understand how you could how possibly. How the hell can I be bored when it's? But it was nothing interesting to do at the moment, which was crazy. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm a." I'm gonna write a song about it. Jasper has to and listen I wrote, to that song. And I be wrote like, Fuck the you, song. nigga. I was right there. I wrote the song over the chords of uh, "God Bless the Child" by Stevie Wonder. I figured what? out the chords, looped it, and just had it playing for hours in my room. And I wrote the verse, which was a thirty, which was like a forty-bar verse mm-hmm. originally. But I cut it in half because I was like, the hook needs to come back. So at the end of uh, the first verse, it's like, I'm bored. I did that right when we was edited because it went to the rest of the verse. It was like originally, I'm bored and getting desperate. Phone is not, it went straight to a different verse. Oh. And it was a different pocket, so but I cut to... it because I was like, I need to put the hook back in here because I don't want to hear myself. Yeah, because it's a weird chunk just, I'm, I'm bored. Fine, sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so just I added like a... that right when we was editing, finishing. I was like, no, 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 fuck that. Put the hook. I'm going to change the second verse yeah. a little bit and like, so the pocket is easier to rap so everyone could say it because it was too rapidy. And I was like, Nobody want to hear this deep ass voice rap for that long. Let me shut the fuck up and do a hook, so all the white girls at Coachella can sing this <laughs> shit. And I'm not lying. Doing festivals, you realize white people love singing along this shit. Yeah, that's why the yeah. fucking boredom is two but minutes of just this like sway. Hey, you when you do uh, when you perform in this album live, you start on where this flower blooms usually, and it's yeah. like, the, is it a longer intro? Yeah, yeah. So the, when this album. I wanted this album to sound like a Disney score, just like very magical, mm-hmm. my perfect little indie movie and fucking wherever. Sound like the album cover looks. Yeah, sound like the album cover looks like, but it turned into, you know, what it turned into, but Where This Flower Blooms, we had this really beautiful longer intro, I shortened it a bit, but it sounds like the beginning of a it's movie. It's sweeping and, and yeah. yeah. And I start the shows with that because it's like bringing them into my world, and then it drops and gets crazy. But yeah, wait and wait. How long did you? Why did you trim it and not just like go? It just by I just wanted to it. cut the fat. Yeah, I wanted yeah. this album to be no longer than forty-five minutes, and I think we hit 
like 45 and 36 seconds or 46 mm-hmm. minutes. And I was like, okay, cool. It's short as I possible. I just wanted to be short and get to the point. And yeah. Um, you were saying, uh, like talking about questions and every song is sparked by a thing. Uh, one of my favorite, it's my favorite sequence uh, of this, but of uh, these songs, but uh, Pothole is inspired by something your mom said to you. Yeah, yeah. Is that like, is, that was the... A long time ago, she was just like, yo, some some people just aren't really uh, as loyal or c- close to you as you think. And I'm always mm-hmm. like, shut the fuck up. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Sometimes moms know best. And I've had to find out on my own, like, oh, wow, like, you're she wasn't wrong about that person. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wrote, wrote that verse, like, my mom told me blah, 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 blah. And uh, and you're, so I, you're seeing yeah, that more. Yeah, you yeah. started seeing that yeah, more. Yeah, and I even, even like, and I, and I did it as a car, like, I drove back to the points where she told me specifically, mm-hmm. like, uh, when you make three lefts, it makes it right. So I, I yeah, triple yeah, left true. trying to double, double back. back. To, and the streets are filled with clues that she great, told me. Which, by the way, how is I great. noticed that. That's some of your it. best. Right, the I see some familiars. I see some people I knew stuck in the cul-de-sac. I pull up, get out, what up? I want to help you, but what you want for some people, they don't want for themselves. Just leave them. So, play. do I stay here and try to figure it out, or do I go? And traffic is picking up. And if I don't leave now and get on my path mm-hmm. and do what I need to do, I'm gonna be stuck and. Five years from now, Tyler, the creator, doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So it's either I stay here or I just say fuck it and focus on what I got to do. So I speed off and I'm doing what I'm doing. And I just metaphorically want niggas to know, like, yo, I'm still here with power in my vehicle if you ever need a jump or help or anything. Mm-hmm. And But I had to switch gears on them. Is there... I, I'm, I, but I'm basically it, saying the damn verse, but... Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it, it's definitely... it. You can tell you are speaking to... An experience or some experience. Yeah, and, and just realizing some, not even in a negative way, but some people or things are potholes. And after too many potholes, you're not going to be able to get anywhere because it just fucked the tire and the wheel alignment and things up like that. And yeah. Situations, people, certain things can be potholes to get to your end, your end destination, and you just got to watch out. And that's what my mother would always tell me. And I didn't believe her until I had to experience it on my own. Oh wow! And, and Jaden came at what point? And Jaden, I was like, when I when I wrote the hook, I was like, oh my god, Jaden's voice would be perfect for the tone of this instrument. Yeah. And I just had him come through, and he did it, and he was so hyped, and he knocked it out so quick, and I fucking love Jaden. That's my boy, and yeah, yeah, good that, shit. because that, that's also I was gonna say. I mean, I think lyrically, one of your that like you just seem to be in a real zone right mm-hmm. there. Where did you record that in the album? Like, was that like? Uh, that was the earliest song, low key, for the album. Mm-hmm. I, I had that like September two thousand fifteen. Was your intention to rap more on the album than you did? No, I wanted to rap less, but I ended up rapping some more because the verses just ended up being so good. And then um, at the end of Pothole, it's this guy named Alex from Mild High Club. It's mm-hmm. his band. I love my High Club. And Skip Tracing, my favorite album last year. Yeah, they put out in my favorite song number ten, Chapel Perilous. Off Skip Tracing is my fucking, that song is such, yeah. I can't wait till like when I die and I see a movie <laughs> of my life and that song <laughs> plays such an important part. But uh, yeah. I don't know and, if you'll and, be able to see and, it, but you know. Yeah, and Pothole is that. Well, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> did you, 
the song was complete, then you added just the. No, that was in the my when I first made the beat or whatever. It was these chords I didn't use or anything, but I just recorded them real quick, just mm -hmm. in the section in the session, and I just sang over real quick, like because it was like a melody I was fucking with, and I left it at the end. And when we were done with the song, I was like, oh, I forgot that was there. Fuck it, leave it at the end, and that's what that is. Because what's crazy about it, because of that piece, and it goes into Garden Shed. And I, when I first heard it, I, I couldn't tell, I couldn't differentiate like the songs. Like, mm -hmm. I, it just kind of flowed seamlessly into it. And mm -hmm. I, I wasn't sure where, because also the way Garden Shed is structured mm -hmm. is it's like three different emotions mm -hmm. like that you go through. It's like you go through an, a whole emotional arc before ever speaking on, on the record. What mood were you going for? Like, what was it? Well, just like I remember making that, I had those chords on piano. And I was like, it's not hitting. So I had Austin mm -hmm. from Slow Hollows come and just play, replay the, the chords in the guitar. And I had it looped. And it was just there. Went to sleep, woke up early the next morning, played it, and literally just was like, let me add the most simple drums. Did that and was like, hmm. Added a quick synth. It was like, boom, 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 wanted that guitar to yeah. hits, and then go back to being the prettiest thing ever. Yeah. And I was like, it's oh, like turbulence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I think this is the most beautiful thing I've ever done. And it took a year f to write the singing parts and figure it out. And it was so many other melodies. And I was like, wait, this is supposed to not have much. Mm -hmm. So when I, I wrote the parts, figured it out, and I was like, Estelle would be great. Yeah. And with her little accent and just her tone over this. You don't have to. So I, and, I, dun, 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 yeah. dun. and I was like, my voice can't do it. My ref is gross. <laughs> but she came and she figured it out and was a professional. And it was it was really fun doing that with her. And for the verse, I was like, let me rap double time. Because and it's three, it's three, one, two, three. So it's a weird kind. I was mm -hmm. like, fuck it, I'm gonna make sure my pocket is just crazy, just like jumping all over the place just to give it a new feel from the first half. How'd you do that effect on even just saying garden shit? Because the way you say it, and it's like so. Uh, I, I, I've always kind of hated my voice. Mm -hmm. So like my stuff from like 2008, I would pitch it up. Then 2009, 10, I would pitch it down. Because mm -hmm. I just hated it. So around this time, I was like, let me give myself a fake accent. I don't know what it is, but let me start pronouncing shit dear. So garden shit, garden shit, garden yeah. shit, photo bottle, but like, Bored and getting desperate as hell. Said so, like I We're wanted to do that because I was like, my I hate my voice. Let me make it interesting for myself. There was a um, uh, oh, I ain't got time. Mm -hmm. I ain't got time. There's a because I'm just like, man, that song is so busy and so crazy. I don't need to match that. Mm -hmm. Let me be super chill about it and just like. Oh, boy, I need to clean it. How I got this far? Let me just be smooth and cool on that motherfucker. I ain't got time. Sounds like it sounds like an aunt putting earrings in a purse about to fight. Yes, yes, that's what I want. I wanted. That's that, what, like, I wanted that intro to be like, oh shit, oh we should leave. We yeah. Should. So when it dropped, yeah. it's just like, and it's almost something like Latin it. about like that beginning. Dun, of, dun, 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 yeah. Dun. So that's a sample from. Uh, uh, my mind's going blank, but I had looped it. And uh, originally that wasn't it. So I originally made I Ain't Got Time during Life of Pablo sessions mm -hmm. at Kanye's studio. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Why didn't Kanye get on it? 
That just I seems guess, like I a, guess he just didn't like it, but I thought that would be. I ain't got time for these niggas. Boom. So you had yeah, cause you and it was just my hand claps. Yeah. It wasn't the dun 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 dun, and that was a whole separate beat. So then I was like, fuck, it's something here, something cool about the I ain't got time hook, um, which I was bad at hook. So when I had that hook, I was like, man, I finally did something great. Yeah. So I kind of meshed these two beats together, and it was a different beat I had with the dun 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 dun. dun. Put it together. Like, okay, I got a hook. I had my first verse. I need a clean mix. Happy birthday, you bitch. And then yeah. I went to the hook, and I was like, man, on the second verse, I know Ye is not, doesn't like this song, so Nicki Minaj's voice would be fucking perfect for this. Yeah. We sent it to her. She was like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll hear it out. We'll hear it out. Like a month later, it was like she couldn't come up with nothing. And I'm huh. like, damn, this don't evoke nothing. <laughs> Maybe I'm just trash. So I was like, fuck it. So I wrote the Did second Did you send it verse. with the hook? Yeah, it had yeah. the hook, all, all that. And, I, and nothing happened. So I was just like, all right, let me add a second verse. And I was like, Nat Turner would be so proud of me. And when I was younger, Nat Turner was so cool to me because uh-huh. he rebelled against all that shit. So why the motherfuckers with it? Well, I didn't want to say all these white boys got their style for me. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to sound like, motherfuck. Like, you wanted the emotion? Uh, I wanted the emotion yeah. of Nat Turner or something. <laughs> uh, That's but, how Nat Turner talks to white yeah. dudes. But you a house nigga, so you don't know I'm how in, my shit goes. I'm in for my a big, rough one. With my big lips and my big nose and my short head, because you already know how slow my shit grows. Then you switch. And then I said, I want that fucking beat to just go bleh. Just weird. Just sound like pink fucking goo. Just, oh, just go. hard. It I'm almost like, sounded, it not this, but almost like chopped and screwed type of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you could feel the... It turning to just yeah. a slow. And I, I was like, I'm a bar out. I mm-hmm. really want to bar out like how Wayne used to make us feel mm-hmm. like 06, 07 mixtapes. And I just want bars, bars, bars to go in. Uh, 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 shout out to the, that's fat boy. Uh, Hard put a swallow like thick soda. Walk weird cause my pockets look like thick Yoda. I'm with a Skywalker. I'm riding around solar. Anakin skin Sprite in my tin cola. Getting neck from a bra like some thick shoulders. Till I bust like that nine in your heat holster. Everything I say is hot, bitch, I speak toaster. And the bread orthodox like I eat kosher. Shout out to, they gave a big loafer. Green bread got me chilling like a clean sofa. What's that thick odor? Yep, like, yeah. young focus, black boy. It's, it's just fun watching you go into rapper. I like, but I was like, I need to do that at least yeah. once on You here. just wanted to go in. Because every song's hella personal. And oh, I'm in love and oh, look, I'm sad. <laughs> I don't know. And I was like, no, let me bar the fuck was out. Was that the thought behind Who That Boy? Yes. Just go bar out. Well, sort of. The feeling of it. I made Who That Boy for Schoolboy Q. Oh, really? Like one of them nine in the morning, wake up, made the beat. It was like, oh, Schoolboy Q would sound great over this. And man, I could convince him to get Rocky on it. Mm-hmm. So I sent him the beat and he didn't reply. I texted to him. So I was like, fuck it. I sent him a voice memo with a flow that I thought of it. And it was like, who that boy, who him is, pump, 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 with a scent, with a chunk on, a month on, on, with a text con, and you could keep on in the chat, like just doing that so he could get an idea of how he could rap on the beat. I sent that. He didn't want it, but I still was like, all right, let me just, let me just add a temp verse to it. So I put a temp verse over it. I was like, let me write a good verse. And that mm-hmm. was the first verse. And, um, I was like, yo, Rocky, I got this song. I just think your voice would sound perfect over it. He added his verse to it. Mm-hmm. 
and then I added my third verse and we did the back and forth thing when he came in there, just in the booth. Like he came up. Oh, and, y'all were doing that. He came to the studio after and we just went back and forth. I was like, this is cool. Q still didn't want it. And I was just bummed. So I was like, all right, whatever. I will play it for a few people and they will be like, yo, this shit is hard. Like niggas who never liked my music would just be like, this shit hard. Yeah. And it felt cool because I was like, damn, you never liked it, but I've always wanted to make some hard shit in that world. It was like so. what you're saying about even like that feeling of the party and just seeing people dance. Yes. And you really, yeah. Yes, I was like always intrigued. So I was like, damn, okay, fuck it, I'm gonna keep it. So we had the song, we had it. And it's this photo by this girl named Jonas Bergen, Berg, uh, Bergen. I can't, I can't think of his last name, yeah. but he's a photographer. And he has this photo of these people at the beach and it's, they're having a good time, but it's this one lady with her arms crossed that's looking back. Mm-hmm. And she's looking back like something is coming. And that photo spoke to me because I was like, I want to make the sound of what's coming. <laughs> right there. I want to yeah. make what's not in the frame. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to me- make the theme music for this photo. And that's why I added the minute intro with the strings. I wanted to, that's sc- all I wanted to score that photo. The of swell like, of whatever, and the I shadow want, of that approach. Yes, and I wanted for that minute everyone in that photo to turn. And when the beat drops, that's me. Who that boy? And it's yeah. just fucking what? And they're running and shit's blowing up and they don't know what I mean, I've seen you do it live twice and I, uh, I, it's not a lot of your songs that have that like true effect of that drop like that anticipation at least to that mm-hmm. drop and it's a crazy thing watching people just lose it right mm-hmm. when is that one of your favorite moments Dude, I, live, or is I, like... I dropped the i wanted to drop a fucking bomb yeah. i wanted that i like that feeling of going of it, 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 they, they don't play in the club but knowing that it could or like mm-hmm. niggas in atlanta blowing their subs out because the bass is just so, so heavy pff, or like when you hear that <laughs> You know, oh shit! Like Jaws. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because I like just the, this yeah, album yeah. was supposed to just sound like a score. Yeah. So, so you were a just lot doing of this, that. So I was just really doing that, and that photo specifically, just was that. Also, uh, I haven't been to a mall since you said I don't shop at the mall. All oh, y'all just dumb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I went to a mall once, and I felt very guilty for some reason. Just yeah. feel like I just felt like Yeah, even even as a <laughs> even as like when I started buying my own clothes at 14, 15, like the stuff that I wanted just were at these different boutiques and like random stores and stuff. But that was your first like cool ass piece of clothing? Uh when I was when I was fifteen, I saved up a hundred and twenty dollars and bought this yellow and purple zigzag ice cream shirt from Union. And yeah. I was ridiculously happy i saved up so much money here's the question and I, bought, and I didn't that was a lot of money for a 15 year old to spend on a shirt yeah but i always see these two different people people who adults. complain about the price or people who say okay i'm gonna do that and i was like oh that shirt's that much fuck that's a lot but i'm gonna work my ass off and get that shirt and i did and i spent 120 dollars on that shirt and it was my favorite thing here's the question how often did you wear it? Like, how did you space it out? Nigga. Because <laughs> you can't, that's a that really was, specific that, that shirt. Was, that was, uh, like, at least <laughs> twice every two weeks. Okay. Type. So, like, yeah, I, I spaced it out. But then I loved it. I loved looking at the bag. I just, liked. I loved it. Just the design. And um, 
Yeah, that was that was my shit. That was your shit. It's funny, <laughs> but uh, talking about like just rap too, and you talked about Wayne. I love anytime from Smuckers to dropping seeds is like Wayne over a jazz, just a jazz record. It's just Wayne. I, I just... Re- you rarely hear it. He did like it was like two on the Carter three, mm-hmm. but and like the Mister the but it's. I remember I made Carter three has comfortable. The, he it has a hey hey Doctor Carter yeah, yeah tell me where you but yeah, that's yeah, just really yeah. a loop and it's the uh, I'm I made dropping seeds and it instantly I think I think Lionel was there it was just a quick instrumental I made and I was like I'm getting Wayne on this mm-hmm. like, what well, I was like I'm getting Wayne on this I only want 16 bars maybe eight but Wayne has to go over this because, why why the decision for you not to join because I was like I was like no I just have a little hook at the end, mm-hmm. but I want to hear Wayne over these notes and yeah. this pocket, and I want to see what he would do, and his high-pitched voice over this lower tone of, like, this this weird Brian Bennett, like, lounge yeah. library music I made, I want Wayne over that, because, I mean, after a while, hearing, hearing Wayne over some, like, 808s and some shit like that. It's like cool. Well, he becomes really cool. Like, like out of the, the but you sound so, like it's so cool. And the whole album was supposed to be about flowers and gardens. Yeah, I was gonna so, say, what did you tell him? The whole album was supposed to be about every song was supposed to be about flowers and gardens, and so it was supposed supposed to sound like a score, but it ended up changing. And this was one of the first songs finished, like Pothole and Dropping Seeds, and I was like, uh, yo, um, just rap about flowers and garden trees, whatever. And I was on tour for Cherry Bomb in Omaha, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And I got a text from him, like, check your email. And I'm like, I check it, and me and Travis is sitting there. Like, <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? And yeah. not only did he bar out, but I've never heard Wayne over Price's Right music. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. Smokers was the closest that we got. And I was like, I did it again. And I was like, and so on topic. It's, it's so really, on topic. It's and so he's on topic. so good. Sometimes is also like a really, what is it, like a minute and a half? 36 seconds. It's, God damn like it. 36 seconds. It is 36 seconds, <laughs> isn't it? I'm added a whole minute to, like, yeah. that's, that's dropping seeds. The, the live version's longer, but yeah. How long did you make it, like, initially? And why, and why I just wanted it super piece? short, just as, just one of those just interludes that I just keep wanting to replay. But that's um, that's like the music that plays in my head, just daydreaming, just those chords, just like in my dream world, it's mm-hmm. chords that just play in the air, mm-hmm. like 24-7, all, yeah. like on my dream planet, that's what it is, but that's literally just my daydream, just music, just notes, and that's what it is, no it, drums, just melody, and... And then that's when and it then goes Shane to Powers again. and then Shane Powers' voice, mm-hmm. which fits really perfect, really well with it's the juxtaposition. Golfer says you want to be mm-hmm. super fucking like it's, it's so and aggressive. Then it goes in to see you again with the he lives in my dream state. Yeah, and then that's because that's my that's my daydream music sometimes. Yeah, the intro to see you again seems like a like a poem that you wrote, just like a little like it, what what's what is see you again like. What is that about? Is it just, is that still speaking to loneliness? Is it speaking to like the fear that of like- That song was supposed to literally be about just a dream person. Like you literally, I only see you when I sleep and in yeah. my dreams when I could never find you. I've been, where are you? And that's what 
all those those things are. And I, the, the can I get a kiss? Can you make it last forever? I'm about to go to war. I don't know if so you could, going to war. That's just I'm gonna wake up. Yeah, I'm gonna wake up yeah. and go to the real world. Yeah, and that's literally what that is. And then I was like, this needs to go somewhere. So I was like. I'm gonna just have an eight bar rap verse, really short, but I just wanted to fucking punch. And that's when it switches. Yeah, like, you, hear me, okay, okay. you hear me in the background, like, I'm gonna switch it up. Okay, boom, boom, boom. And then that's when it goes like that. And I was like, let me try a different flow. I wanna mm -hmm. sound like a, a fucking. Okay, okay, okay. I just thought that would be cool. What the fuck do you mean? What the fuck? You don't understand me? What the fuck do you mean? Like, uh, by the way, dirt colored eyes is <laughs> roasting it cheek, dirt colored dirt eyes. Colored eyes. I tried to, I was trying to say stuff in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love your brown eyes. No, let me. Hmm. The and then it and just speaking goes, to the theme of flowers. And speaking the, of the theme of flowers, yeah. these roasting cheeks, these dirt colored eyes, sugar, honey, iced tea, bumblebee on the sea. Like it all ended up working out. That's kind of the energy you bring the glitter right it's just kind of it's like this mm -hmm. fun that is pop, like more pop more mm -hmm. and like what who <laughs> so glitter is just what like is that you just singing fucking around just You've like you've been on my mind yeah i'm losing because i hope that we can who's that inspired? who is that who, what are those runs inspired who is that well you know, I mean, I it's love, you, but I'm just saying. I love like, '90s R&B. Yeah, just because it was hard drums, pretty chords, and people trying to outrun themselves, hitting those gospel, those gospel runs, and that just always got to me. Yeah. And I wrote that for Bieber. Oh, really? I wanted Justin to have that song, but he I can never. Hear that. Yeah. I hope because I feel like a firework. I feel like glitter, and every time yeah. you come around, I, I thought he would be so cool doing that, but uh, didn't ever return the call. So. Fuck it, I'll just like fuck it, I'll write it and just make it cool. Um, and then slow it down. And then, well, before that, I was like, damn, Quavo has a cool voice and cool pockets. I wonder if he will be cool on, on the rap part for this. Because mm -hmm. I didn't feel like writing another singing verse. And then I was like, ah, you know, maybe, maybe, I, I don't know. Here, let me, let me kind of rap and how I would like Quavo to rap. And then that's when I, mirror, mirror on the wall, feeling good, feeling good and great. Got oh, so the that's burner, just got you the heat inspired like, by that's just me Quavo. inspired by Quavo. So Glitter was one of those songs I was like, man, let me, let me do that. And I listen to all music slowed down, like mm -hmm. just no yeah, matter what. Yeah, you do that a lot. Is it just trying I, I to isolate or is it? I don't, I just like it better. Not slow down, but pitch down. Yeah, yeah, I that's love, what I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I love pitch down, so I was listening to Glitter like that. And then I just slowed it down just to see. And that's when I start, uh, I rapped, like this monthly, the bad boy, the one part. And I was like, oh shit, let me write a verse real quick. Who did the guitar when it started? Uh, Steve, Steve Lacey. I was Steve like, come Lacey's here, great, I got these man. chords. Come come play these chords on the guitar. And he came and then He's I was in my room, just humming. Dun, 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 dun. And then I stay scumfuck flower boy and it just all mm -hmm. just mashes and I shout out track 10 off the Skip Tracing album yeah. on that verse. And it just sounds like a sunset. And it 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 sounds like a, it sounds like defeat, mm -hmm. but it's beautiful. And that's what I wanted to capture as the last song. And then I was like, no, I can't end it with that. This album needs the credits. Oh, is that what oh that's, that's what, what sparked it? And that's what enjoy what Because enjoy it was today, just right? like that's over the okay that is that you and p just kind of 
Wh so, how is that? So enjoy today right now is literally a beat that I've made in five minutes. Lionel was there. We was going to trampoline world. I was like, wait, and I was the loop, and then added some chords, blah blah blah. Added the middle part. Oh shit, it's done. Left it there. Didn't touch it. Mm -hmm. And then the last part in 2012 or 11, me and Pharrell, we went to the studio. It was this just simple drum pattern. I was like, hey could you sing over these chords and I'm gonna treat it like a sample? And it was the, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. I refound it, was like, fuck it, I'm gonna add it to the end of Enjoy Today right now. And I put it there. It's a crazy end out. to an emotional, you know what I mean? Like an mm -hmm. emotional uh, album that goes through loneliness and like all these emotions and, and paranoia uh, yeah. uh, into just like, Oh, this is a delightful. He he's okay. Yeah, that's what he enjoy the day right now. Yeah, yeah, we, he's okay. A lot of people, what annoys me, people will come up and just film me. Can I get a photo? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, well, fuck you then, and leave. And I'm yeah. like, but I'm down to have a conversation. Like, fuck it, put the phone down. Let's talk. I'm yeah. down to talk. You rather have people a moment be at than the shows like this. And I'm like, I'm fucking five feet in front of you. I'm right here in real life. Yeah. But they'll rather enjoy that moment. Two weeks from now. Because the end of Enjoy Right Now today just ah, is so like Stevie. Yes. It's like a real Stevie. And like, that's the godfather of just my existence. The first Stevie song that you uh, uh, really was just like, oh, you gotta listen to that you were infatuated with was uh, uh, Never in Your Son. Oh, man. Never never in your just because those it's yeah. number five on N Square Circle, mm -hmm. I think from 87, 88. That weird time. Could be 85, I think I could be off, but it just sounds like an updated Stevie Wonder song if uh Timberlake or someone was going gonna sing over it. Yeah, yeah. But the chords are crazy and the, yeah, and the yeah. melody just keeps on just going it, to like yeah i'm just like oh. is that your favorite what's your favorite stevie core like i know it's hard that's impossible but i'm just saying like uh you have too high oh too high you have the golden. ending the ending of too high where it just because the the tempo kind of uh -huh. slows down just like doo -doo. Mm -hmm. It's this, it's one of the greatest, like, just slow down the, it uh, lands like a leaf. Sin when your love is, looking for another pure love, crazy. Looking for another pure love is the weirdest tempo. Like, it, like think about that tempo of just like, yeah. Like, so weird. And then, obviously, Golden Lady, number four. Golden Lady uh, is perfect. It's a version by Jose Feliciano. Jose Feliciano. Jose Feliciano of Golden Lady. He does California Dreaming and Golden Lady. Yeah. But it's this run that he hits in the Golden Lady version of that that I have on my phone in my video that I just fucking oh, really? over and over. And I practice it because I'm like, I want to perfect that one day. There are certain um, Jose Feliciano does. It's a version of Too High. Of of Stevie jamming the too high and then going into Golden Lady for Where? like seventy seven. What is what on, concert? Uh, it looks like that same concert. It, when that, he that split same, up with the three he, background, the three background, background yeah. girls to do the thing. You come on if you really love me. If you really love it, 
he splits it up. There's a woman in that uh, shot that looks like my mom. And so I already love the thing. And then there's this a woman in a shot that looks like my mom. And, and I just watch it and almost cry Dude, all the time. That it's shit cute. is crazy. Um, but wait, wait. What I was going to say because uh, uh, the Stevie... Man, I'm blanking on the, it was a it was another question off of something that you said, but okay, that so that's you and Pharrell. Where does Pharrell Pharrell just comes in with vocals on the thing? That yeah, I just had. was like, can I use these old vocals? He was like, yeah, and I was just like, let me just have it at the end, and that that's the shit that makes five year old me melt. Mm -hmm. That's when I was five. The notes and I didn't know what chords were, or what anything was, but I was I always say it goes down. And yeah, up. it slants. It slants. I played a song uh, for you uh, by Stevie Wonder and Take Six, uh, uh, Why I Feel This Way. And I remember you were like almost, cr like you made me turn it off and you were yeah, like in I, a fetal I position take it those, while Lionel left. I don't know what the fuck those notes do to me ever since. I remember being seven mm -hmm. and when it would rain, I would put on either uh, number three from Love Deluxe by Sade, uh, couldn't love you more, mm -hmm. or I will put on uh, number ten. Always on my mind by Brandy. Yeah, and yeah. those chords. I would just look at the sky, and the I, I would I would cry because the chords would just do something to me. And I don't know what it is. I can't explain. I hope when I die, this gets explained to me. But they do something to me, and I've. It's almost like a dog whistle for it's like a, a dog specific chords. Yeah, I, just, I think we have a lot of similar chords because we've talked about like really specific, but like. Uh, the bridge of music soul child's half crazy. Dude, you know insane. I mean? One four three. One four three. By How him many times is the soundtrack to my top three times of my life? And, and that's so CB too. Just yeah. it's like the loves in need of love today type of just vocal and kind the of phrasing yeah. that music like, dude. The bridge of Senorita. I want to just fucking kill myself. Is that your favorite bridge? I mean, I know that's such a you can't. It's, really it's answer, one of but them. it's I like can't, I can't you reference that it's, a lot. It's too many. Half Crazy's bridge is insane too. Yes, yes. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. music, first two albums really shaped a lot of my yeah, music. Yeah, their reason, uh, newness, all of those. Newness yeah. number two, dear God, he was on the song. Yeah, yeah. The settle for my love bridge is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is very yeah, it, and those like it really comes out in like your work. The bridge on uh, since I had you by Marvin Gaye, which is written by Leon. Oh Rand, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, French Waltz by Leon Ware is a bridge itself. What's crazy about Since I Had You, you forget that there's just a woman moaning just over in the most of yeah. the, the whole song. That is just like crazy. a woman moaning like the whole time. Yeah, yeah. That shit makes no goddamn sense. No. The bridge on number three by Cortex from uh, Tropea Blue. I don't know how to pronounce the title because it's French, but it might be French. I don't know. But number three, it's La, La Fiette Samba or something. Mm -hmm. The uh -huh. hook is just this girl like... Dun, 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 dun. Excuse my voice, but ba 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 ba, and it. I want to kill myself every time <laughs> it comes on. I have a ten-minute version of it looping. Oh, you just you did. Yeah, someone made a ten-minute version of this song called "Smile" by Pharrell that came out on some Japanese disc. Oh, and the song not is, like the classic. The, the song is kind of gross, but the bridge is. It. I have a ten-minute version of this. Yeah, and. It, I played it for Lionel. He just laughs because he's like, "You want to listen to this part of this song for nine just specifically?" Minutes. And I'm like, "Bitch, yes." But you get that, like you were talking about the. Uh, oh, I know. What I was gonna say Jose Feliciano also did "Light My Fire," uh, and it was is this one guitar kind of think riff that he does that I just want to loop over and over. Also, like uh, 
what what do you playing piano on that I uh I loop I watch oh, Wolf. Wolf when you the yeah wolf intro. the chorus of Wolf are perfect man like I I watched mm -hmm. this video of just you doing the over and over because it's just this beautiful that's my I've always liked that even in Yonkers like the second verse is just some piano chords that come in yeah. for two seconds and I'm like. I, like I have, I have a version of that where that just loops. I want to talk about the well, kind of the opposite of these beautiful chord emotions. November is like one of the heaviest songs, right? And it, it's you're like paranoid. Is that is that the theme? Would you say that? So that was the, the that was the last song for the album that you recorded. Yeah, literally, and um, it was just me thinking, just literally. Yeah, it made me be what like, if, what is, uh, what if Clancy, are you and Clancy okay? <laughs> what if he is fucking me over? What if when I put Who That Boy out, no one cares? What if I'm hustling backwards? What if my accountant is stealing money from me and I don't know it? Yeah. Just everything that could be the worst thing that could happen to me at that moment, I was just like, what if? I remember talking to Clancy right after and he was just like, yeah, I'm, he has a love hate with me on this album. I'm fucking pothole. He's like, only trust me. And then by November, he's just like, this motherfucker steal it. <laughs> it's like it's went through this whole like but is it was it just you it seemed like a journal entry yeah like in november of 2016 was probably the greatest time of my life why we had rented a house out every morning we would wake up right for the jellies mm -hmm. um i was starting to get involved with converse after that was done um we would spend time at least me and Jasper were playing the game. I went and bought the VR, stupid PlayStation yeah. thing. We had the new Mario Switch. Um, when we were done working, Wyatt would come out, we would go to the park or just like go bike riding or just whatever, go to shows. Mm -hmm. And then I would go to the studio and I'll be working on the album. Tell me what show November, is it a person? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it could like, it could be a person, it could be a song, it could be a time, but just those things that just, make you super happy and it's kind of like the totem in inception yeah yeah literally and that house we had on cold water um was just a, an amazing time yeah and i was literally wearing hawaiian shirts Shirt. in january and it was cold yeah but you just <laughs> but it was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the mindset you were in yeah the it was just shirt. it was fucking great dude it was so goddamn good yeah I'm, but it, it's funny how if you would have ended the album with November, how it would change. People would be like, yo, give this. Yeah. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, no. People Are you would okay? be very concerned about. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it, I'm really glad that you kind of switched and went up and, and the, rolled and off the whole into the album sunset. being a car ride and me ending that verse on November with, what if I thought the break was the gas? What if I crash? Yeah. What if these deep thoughts is my last? Let me pull over quick. Yeah, and that's when I make the phone call for glitter, which is just a voicemail or whatever. It, it, it all. Yeah, it, yeah it's yeah. really. It all ties in. Why two. flowers? I never asked you like what what was like the symbolism behind. Just they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. They're just nature's eye candy, and I thought it would be cool. Yeah. And that cover being Golden Hour, for the past few months, every Golden Hour I listen to Night and Day by Everything But the Girl, mm -hmm. and Tracy Thorne is the singer who sings from everything but the girl. They have a lot of great songs. And the first part of November is me singing, Say something more, I wanna talk about it. Mm -hmm. I wrote that wanting Tracy Thorne to go there, but I'd never asked because 
for that specific part, I already got rejected by Rick Ross. <laughs> I wanted an eight bar from him there, so I was his like, voice, it, such a heavy voice. Dude, that the tone of his layered voice over that, yeah. would have been perfect, but yeah. it kind of didn't work out. And I was like, whatever. So I just put that ref there for Tracy Thorne, but I, I never went through with it because I just was like, I just want to finish this album. I'm, I'm over it. I, I feel defeated. Fuck it. I'll just leave my voice there, and that's and that's what that is. And I wanted, I wanted Playboy Cardi oh, on, on on November. November? On the part where I'm like, take me back, take me back. Yeah, yeah. Take, I think that I think his voice is back, like a go kart. Like in New York, I'm really rock. Like the handling mm-hmm. is so precise. Mm-hmm. This is not pop. This is rock. This is not pop. And I think it's so sick. Yeah. So I, that part in November was that take me back. I was gonna get Playboy Cardi to do it. But that would have been uh, Rick I, Ross, <laughs> you Playboy Cardi, and Tracy and Tracy Thorn. Oh, <laughs> just one. Yeah, but. It came out great. It came out great. Came out great. Yeah. yeah. And it's crazy. A lot of these songs on this album is just songs that people didn't take. But I think because it came out and it works, I could now maybe be like, "Hey, pop artist, I just want to produce," or, "Hey, I I could write a cool little melody. Like, let's do it." Hopefully, no one's called yet, but. I mean, but you want to do that. You want to just that's like, all I want to do. Like, if I if that if I could be successful in that, because you always talk about rap, wanting to score things. You talk yeah, about this being I just want to score and, some yeah. score a few things and just produce songs. I don't do I don't have to rap at all and make clothes and just create other shit. But I don't want to fucking rap. Well, I mean, look, but it's fun. It's fun. I like it. But I mean, like you, I say that and then I'll go fucking put a verse on something because it's still fun. Like, yeah, that's I mean, still but, my but, hobby. but it's not even just about that. It's more feeling. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You almost create music like a director. You know, it's yeah. all, it's about the encompassing feeling of, mm-hmm. of everything. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, like, again, like Garden Shed is like, it's just an emotion that then mm-hmm. you rap on when it suits the emotion. Like, Garden Shed sounds like the indie movies I like. Yeah. And then Who That Boy sounds like. Horror, Dude, this whole thriller. album was just a goddamn score. Yeah. You know, somebody got to give me a goddamn chance and stop letting <laughs> the 70-year-old white dude still do it. Like, come yeah. on. Well, I mean, you have Fuck. Look, such an amazing year, and, you know, uh, I'm very thankful that you make music. It's, Thank you. Yeah, really, I'm like, really thankful that you make music. It's genuinely beautiful, and, you know, I think... It's... I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> 